0: The Fatherhood's, the Fatherhood's Podcast. podcast. Beats, Beats, rhymes, and diapers. This episode of The Fatherhood's Podcast is brought to you by Fly Dad, where fatherhood stays fly. Check us out at flydadgear.com. All
1: right, so we are at two today.
0: Just the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Kay?
1: Oh, you know, man, trying to, trying to juggle it all. How about you?
0: Good man. We missed you at the May Day reunion the other day, man.
1: Uh looked like it was a good time.
0: Yeah, we had fun, man. We have good. fun, and you were the only one missing there. Well, we at least we got you in the FaceTime picture.
1: Yep. Yeah, so that that was pretty cool. pretty good that there was only one missing out of the the entire. Yeah. That was good.
0: Yeah, considering, yeah, man. But uh how's everything been with you and the family?
1: Yeah, everything's all right, man. Just ripping and running around. Been a lot of travel come Going on, coming up, so just trying to uh, maneuver through all that. But, you know. And the, when you're away and, and traveling, um
0: does that put a lot of pressure on on your wife?
1: It does. So I gotta, I, I have to, you know, it's like you got to pick and choose where to go, when to go. Try to be mindful of of um, just the length. I try to keep them shorter when when I can. Um, cause it, is, you know, it is a lot, even though it might say eh, it's only a couple days, but then it's just the, the everyday stuff you got to do all the morning stuff, school, whatever kind of work you got. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot. So I don't, I don't know if you've ever experienced the, uh, the, the single style for a couple days with kids, but
0: like just being by myself.
1: Yeah, with with the with the kids taking care of them. On no, your own.
0: no, no, not. I haven't. I mean, I've done like maybe a full day or something like that, but not a not a couple days. No, I haven't yet.
1: Yeah, that that's that's an interesting thing. That'll I be. Mean, a... I, mean, I imagine. because <laughs> yeah.
0: it's you know, it's a lot of it's like you know, it's a lot of hands on. It is. I, a question for you, and I know that you know maybe since we're you know it's a podcast, it's public. There might be some times that we don't we don't necessarily disclose too much information. This is nothing crazy, but, you know, there's a lot of people like us out there, you know, whether it be our generation or in our industry and or just like minded people, you know, that, 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 you know, like to have fun when you travel. Do you often um, partake like, you know, do the happy hour thing, drink, whatever, drink with associates? you know i would you know i know that it's commonplace so i just i'm interested to know
1: yeah how you handle it yeah i will but uh but i'll try to uh, i definitely well for a couple reasons i mean i definitely keep it keep it uh contained for sure um all right one is just like just being older you can't bounce back (laughs) As well as you used to, or at least for me, you know that kind of no, thing. No, no, it's
0: for all of us, for sure.
1: Yeah, and also just like I'm, you know, I don't, I don't like feeling like shit in the morning, and you know, I've always got stuff to do when when, when I'm out, so uh, I just want to make sure to be on point. And um, I think that's just what more, you know, I, I want to have some fun, um, but but also one thing that I'm really mindful about and 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 I think we might've spoken about this before, but especially when it's like the day before I'm coming home, um, like that days are always like, even if folks are doing whatever, trying to happy hour, party it up, I'm pretty low key. Cause I want to make sure that when I get home, Dude, um, you can hit the, that, yeah, hit that the I'm ground re- running. Yeah. That I'm ready to go. And there's no, you know, because You know, my son's not going to want to hear like, oh, I'm tired or, you know, that any of that kind of stuff. So for me, I want to be, I want to make sure that I'm, you know, I'm just in, I'm ready to rock because basically it's, you come home, I'm excited to see my family, you know, my son is super excited to to see me. So I I just, I want to have that, that good energy and not be, you know, just sluggish from some dumb shit
0: no i feel you i mean that's how i feel every every morning after drink champs you know and and there's obviously there's no you know everybody knows what i do in terms of drink champs yeah if you don't check it out but we basically you know it's a show we're drinking and but even if i didn't do that show being in the industry that i'm in and i've come to find out that pretty much most people in almost any industry is kind of like maybe let's call it just our society or whatever it's 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 a part of culture you know you go out you even if you're working on work trips you'd link with people and you have drinks
1: yeah it's to be social you and you know, right. you have you have to be on and networking to a certain extent
0: right and especially for some other people you know some people might might drink more than others but it's still a part of what's usually going on and and I and you know as we get older us as parents, I'm, you know and i'm talking to our audience as well It's like we got to start to like probably really take account for what we're doing and how much we're doing it and, and make sure that we're taking care of our health because ultimately at the end of the day you know that's saying that it's not our life anymore it's you know it's like it's yeah not just our sure. life it's you know we're living kind of for other people well maybe yeah I don't, I was gonna say, maybe Scythe won't see it that way. But, but the thing about Scythe is he doesn't drink at all. So he doesn't all do right. things. He doesn't yeah. partake in any of that stuff. So that this doesn't apply to him. But
1: you, you were like, gonna say something? Well, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess going like you just brought up Scythe, but I just, I, I do admire folk, those folks that are just kind of naturally, can just naturally flow or naturally Absolutely. social. And, you know, I, I don't think I'm social enough, but I'm pretty, but I'm, I prefer to be way more in the background and, and be a listener than a talker. So, um, you know, I admire those that can just do it without any assistance. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So,
0: yeah, I mean, I go back and forth in, in kind of beating myself up about, you know, whether it's like drinking is a, is a crutch Uh, and, you know, other people smoke, maybe do something else. I don't know. Uh, You know, I don't, I only really drink and, and and it's like some days I'm like, damn, you know, you, you shouldn't one shouldn't need this crutch or shouldn't use this, but then and I then I sometimes I I flip to the other side, I'm like, hey, you know, like this is in a sense still a part of you know the natural world as well. And and you know, if it you know, if it makes you feel good as long as you don't abuse it, but then it depends on who's looking at you, they might think yeah. you're abusing
1: it. Right, right, right. Yeah, how is how is your because I know. In the past, we've talked about just, well, just the the guilt feeling of like, oh, man, I'm out drinking for because of Drink Champs and then coming home. And do you still go through that with like, do you like feel guilty in the morning or anything like that? Just.
0: Yeah, I mean, I go through that. Yeah, I, I definitely go. I have a duality when it comes to that, that uh, frame of mind. But, you know, if you look at, if you try to look at it on some, scientific biological shit alcohol is a it's a natural depressant right right it is supposed yeah. to be yeah so it stirs up those those feelings in you you might not associate it with the alcohol cuz it's maybe the next there with it but that's what it's actually doing
1: that's a good point
0: yeah and so what i've done for myself is i've acknowledged that hey this is a depressant and it's it's making me feel down but it's not normal it's not my natural body it's that's what that's doing to me yeah so it yeah. helps me combat those feelings but for sure as in a as a whole you know I have my mixed feelings about you know what I do for a living the fact that I that I drink for a living and then I want to partake in social drinking to have funds with friends and family you know and how much combined is, is that yeah what it does to my health then also you know the 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 baggage of of the you know i come from my father you know alcoholism and and knowing what substance abuse is about and and making sure that that trying to like look at myself properly and, and and objectively and say you know do i exhibit any of these traits and if i you know like do i have to tackle any issues and just trying to be honest with myself yeah for the betterment of me but but for the family and so, you know, I try to do, I try to really stick to certain things where it's like, I don't, you know, I've said this a lot in the past. Yeah. I don't drink alone. Yeah. Um, I try not to drink at home. Like my, like my girl would like to have, you know, a beer or two and it upsets her that I won't have it with her. But for me, the, the type of drinking that I do, a beer or two doesn't do it for me. So there's no point in a beer or two. <laughs> All right. So, and then there's no point in a beer, two or three or four or five or six because we're at home and what's the point of like, I'm not going to get, you know, buzzed and tipsy here with the family and the kids. And, yeah uh, you know, that's not what this is about. So, yeah, it, it's definitely complicated, I feel. Mm-hmm. As I think, you know, drugs and alcohol and all that is a very complicated thing in, in, in this country and in society as a whole.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, look, I mean, we've spoken to plenty of people who don't have a problem doing anything around their kids and more power to them. um. Yeah, I, I, I uh, yeah, I don't even want to be kind of buzzy around my son.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't mind ha- having a, a, like, I don't mind partaking if there's a bunch of people at the house and the kids are there, and I get a mild buzz. But I've noticed that I've been able to stop myself at a certain. Yeah, point. Yeah. Yep. And be mindful of, okay, this is it, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, he's definitely seen me have a couple drinks and and all that kind of stuff, and he understands.
0: But I'm definitely not perfect. I don't want to put that out. No, none of us us are. We all might might slip up from time to
1: time. Yeah, we're all trying to figure it out.
0: But it's funny, too, that talking about what people do at home, Uh, my girl's cousin was here in town from Cali, and she came by the house. We were discussing some stuff. She has kids. And uh and her kids are a little bit older, like I think they're already teenagers potentially. But um, we we're discussing something that my kids were doing, and we we're wondering if my daughter was learning some behaviors from school, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. And she said that she had friends that the term she uses that they, they partied a lot and they had no problems partying around their kids. Uh-huh. I took that as parting as drinking or whatever, you know, around around kids. And they said that was. To them, that was normal. That was yeah. what they did. They had no qualms with it. And they openly partied and they partied a lot around their kids. So then those kids would learn behaviors, seeing the adults act funny, I guess. And they were the kids that were bringing it back and teaching it to her kids.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Okay. You
0: know, and so she, she identified what it was, you know, and it made it weird because it's like, you don't really want these kids around. But it was just funny that she mentioned that, like, you know, you're, you're going to come across people. And families that have different, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say morals, but different ways of operating, let's say.
1: Yeah. I mean, that just reminds me of like there was a uh, there there was, uh, you know, like student councils and stuff like that at at school, you know, where you have like uh, uh, each class classroom has the class president or whatever. So they did that at my at my son's school a couple weeks ago. And, um, and he came back and he's like, yeah, you know, I put my, raised my hand for it and I almost won, but I didn't win. He was cool about it. And then, but he was talking about other kids who were going around and they were, you know, basically telling other kids like, Hey, I'll pay you a dollar. If you (laughs) vote for me, like just doing the whole, the whole payoff thing, which when you think about, and it just hit me, I was like, damn. Okay. So that's at in third grade, kids are getting down like that. You know, yep. And that's kind of, that's, you know, that that's what a lot of politics ends up being later on in life. And my wife and I were talking and we were just trying to think like, all right, is that something, is that something that's whoever, whichever kids were doing that, is that inherent in them? Is that like their kind of moral compass where they just feel like, all right, well, this is just kind of how I am. Or I wonder if they're learning that kind of stuff at home also by... You know whether it's people that they're around or parents that are around or doing business or who knows you know mm-hmm. I, I, we didn't really have a solid answer and what do you think you think that's something that that a that a kid just is inherently like hey if i can pay someone a dollar then i can get the vote or do you think they're they're gonna learn that
0: uh i mean that specific i can't really call it you know i do believe that there's you know what what, what do they call that um It's, uh, oh, man, like environment versus nurture. What's what's those? Oh, yeah,
1: the nurture versus nature type thing. Yeah, like I do think that there's a little bit of both
0: in all of us. Like, I think you inherently, you know, are born with certain attributes and personality traits that are going to eventually develop. But I think the environment dictates which ones take hold more, you know, because, you know, everybody has their own personality. You know, we say this. Whether you believe in zodiac signs or not. You know, I don't I don't know that I believe in I mean, I'm gonna lie. I, I kind of do believe in zodiac signs because I do see people kind of falling in those, in
1: those categories yeah, yeah. In,
0: in how they act. Um, so I don't know. I mean, but I I think that, you know, if you you're around, you know, maybe your your pops comes home and maybe you hear them talk business on the phone or your mom or And then you kind of pick up these little things and subconsciously, maybe you pick them up and then you think that's like the way the world operates and you apply that when you go to school. Right. You know, that that might be it. But some kids are more savvy than others. And I think that that could be inherent. Yeah. You know, who's more savvy? Who who has more who's smoother at at kind of like applying these these things that the environment is kind of giving them.
1: Right. Yeah, it makes sense.
0: But, you know, and then <laughs> you're thinking, and it's like, damn, man, like all these, this, all these pitfalls, all these things to think about. It's like, fuck, bro. I just want my kid to be a decent kid and get through this world. <laughs> you know, like, it's like shit, man. It's, it's kind of tiring to think about. It's like, do we really have much say in what's going to happen to these kids?
1: Uh, it's crazy. And, and especially, like, as they get older and higher grades in school and just like, then you really start thinking about, all right, well. What's the school environment really like? Are they, you know, are they going to pick up a lot of bad shit from school? Or, you know, I mean, you can only shelter them so much. And But I don't know. I just keep, I think like there's a lot of uh, my son's friends who have older siblings and, you know, they're in middle school and some are going to high school. And some of the stories and things that I hear about that that, that these kids are going through these days. Um and then just it's crazy it's crazy yeah
0: really because i feel like when i was in, like at least like well no even going back to elementary school man i remember hearing about it all and and kind of seeing
1: i mean i guess it's kinds no, of shit man yeah i mean when i think about it it's part it's no different than us going to school i guess it's just coming from a different protective lens now of just like oh shit right you know right because it can't be, it can't be any worse than the the crack era, bro. That we grew up in. I mean, I would say, I'd say the probably the difference is just the way of, well, well. There's always been drugs. There'll always be drugs. Right. There's always been sex. You know. There's that'll continue to be the thing. But then I, I think with these kids, it's just the the accessibility to it all at this point, and the and the ability to kind of mess with each other through social media and the phones and all that, you know, it just elevates the game a little bit um, and the the privacy level is, is removed.
0: Yeah. And it is crazy. If you think about it, it accelerates any of like, imagine just hormonal thoughts. Yeah. You can literally, whatever you think of, you can research it online and find it or find something having to do with it. Yeah. That's pretty scary. Thinking of a hormonal, you know, preteen or teen you know when, for us we had to like find that yeah that playboy with, magazine yeah, in the garbage to you know what i'm you saying To get, get lucky to be exposed right? <laughs> right or some older kid had to say some shit and we had to imagine what that was and right yeah that, that's pretty that's pretty scary
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i look i i don't know i just don't remember i mean i know kids like in middle school and everything you know, that's a weird age for everyone but I, like there's a uh the one of the middle schools in our neighborhood, there's like a uh, like a grocery store type thing across the street, and uh, and after school, a lot of the kids go over there. And you know, my wife was there one time, and she was just she just couldn't believe what was going on. Like the kids just screaming at each other and just the foulest language and it was <laughs> i mean it was she was taking it back it was on some next level right you know and she's like oh I don't really want our son <laughs> being around that I but you know i don't know i don't know if that's just the age of those kids and you know the the feeling the need to act act out a little bit because they quite don't know like
0: you you think that um do you think and this goes back to the environment thing right now hearing like talking about this I'm thinking like a kid in the hood like might actually grow up to have more like common sense and sensibilities to this crazy world that we live in versus a a, a kid protected in like you know a nice neighborhood.
1: Yeah. No, I think there's I, I think there's some some validity to that because I think that I think if you're in, you know, a nicer neighborhood or if, if if it's a little bit safer or whatever, then you don't have those normal kind of guards up and you, it's like, there's no context. I think if you're growing up in a, in a rougher environment or, you know, you just already have to, you already have to kind of have the, the, some street smarts and know that, all right, well, if I do this x y and z could happen and i think with with on the flip side i don't know if some of these kids understand repercussions as well you know so they get a little more loose with it
0: like i would love to be able to take the only one that would even be able to kind of understand what's going on is my daughter but both of them when they're around her age maybe if he he's around four or five and she's like six or seven i would love to take them to like some of these slums that I've been in around the world. But then I'm like, as, as their parent, I'm, I'm like, nah, I can't do that to them. Yeah. Out of just, you know, security problems, security issues. But I just feel that it would be healthy for them to see and experience and have a day in the life. in, in some of these places just so they can come back and understand where they live and mm-hmm. appreciate what they have, but then understand and be, you know, like the humility of, of of life and what can happen to people.
1: I don't know. I wish I could do that. I wish that was something Maybe. I could do.
0: You Maybe I, do, I mean you,
1: you might do it, man. You might do it. You might like, do yeah. it. It's not a bad idea.
0: Like I one of the things, you know, I was I don't know if you remember, I used to not long ago uh volunteer and do these things at this local orphanage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been thinking, you know when my son gets maybe, you know, maybe next year, maybe starting to go, you know, go back to the orphanage and take them with me. Yeah. And so they can, you know, interact, meet the kids, be a part of what I'm doing. You know, we would go and we would, we would do like a, a pizza day with the kids donated by, by hex pizza shop. And we would do a, a not a fundraiser, but like a toy drive or a, or a school supply drive and then drop it off. And we would be able to hang out and interact with the kids. I think it'd be, um, something that could not educational, but something that they can get a lot out of, you know, where they can at least come back and go, well, where are those kids, you know, parents, and then we can have a con- a conversation, and it might open them up in a different way.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good idea. Um, I know one. Th- I mean, it, it it's not, you know, there's a there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of homeless and mental illness around issue where where around where we live. Um, you know, it's a it's some of it's dangerous so it's got to be on point but on the flip side it's also given my son a, a look into like okay not everything is sweet and you know and it's definitely opened up discussions about like kind of the levels of what can happen um you know some of it is bad luck that, that people fall on some of it is mental illness it goes unchecked some of it is drug and alcohol abuse um so I, I am, I am thankful a bit that he's been exposed to some of that, just so he can, um, just so we've had those conversations, and it's not you know just not everything is sweet, you know.
0: Do do you ever feel? Um, have you, first of all, have you ever had any incidences where you thought, you know, that you guys, you know, your your son was at risk in, in around any of those people?
1: Um, yeah, there's there's been times. There's definitely been times. I mean, um, a couple years ago, there was a, there was a, a murder down the block from us. Um, wow. Uh, a couple folks got into it. Uh, and so that was a little nerve wracking because then the person who did the shooting ran away and started stabbing people and stuff. So it was,
0: Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it
1: was a little crazy. Um, and then we there's definitely been times where we're walking around and, you know, you can sense in, I mean, there's definitely the visibility of like, all right, this person's a little Sketchy. off. Yeah. Um, and then, and unstable and you can see people like shouting at people as they're walking by and like start trying to start shit and everything. So there's definitely been times where, um, you know, my radar is up and it's like, uh, I don't know if this you know I don't know if something's gonna happen And even in our own like apartment area I mean we have like an open area where there's um where like the carport is and stuff Mm -hmm. and I'll walk down there and I've walked down there with with him before and there's people down there doing stuff and I have to
0: that aren't from your apartment complex
1: yeah 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 that are and that are you know like doing shit down there and I've had to tell him to get out and you know that kind of, he's just like a little, little nerd. <laughs> so. so so do
0: you ever feel feel vulnerable in those situations like like how like you know trying to think through how far do I have to take this to protect my family?
1: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely.
0: Get the strap. <laughs> 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 Talking about that, man. I've I've been like I've been worried about, you know, I've I've always had straps, <laughs> and um, you know, of course, having the kids, I've been worried about having them in the home, and yeah. But I'm getting to a point now where I just feel like I don't know, man. It feels like the world is ah, a little, a little stranger and and, and it is, more man. dangerous. And it is. It's awful. Like I want to like get more, <laughs> you know, like get more powerful stuff and. And yeah, so I've I've been on that trip lately. Like, there's a, a lot of things that I'm that I'm changing and 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 wanting to add when it comes to the security of the family.
1: Yeah, no, I get you. I mean, I I've always I've I I, I don't know, man. I I go back and forth on it. Like, part of me understands, like, okay, especially with a family, the safety how you know the providing safety but then there's another part of me that's like eh, you know then if i'm going to be on some energy shit like i don't know man it's like if you start bringing more of that type of energy then there's then there's more of the potential for something to happen i don't know if you like invite the energy with bringing no,
0: i i and i understand that and that's part of the reason why maybe i fell back at some point in terms of like being into those things yeah um, I just I have them. There was a time that I was like into having them,
1: you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking
0: about. Um, but I definitely backed away. But, but I, I don't know. I just feel like you have to find that balance. Yeah. Because the world is dangerous, and 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 things do happen, and and maybe you know, I always fall back when I think about you know firearms and guns and stuff and kids. I always fall back to a best friend that I had when I was young, and. His, his family his grand his grandfather's dad they taught him about sh- you know shooting when he was really really young and he was one of the people that like this is where i got really introduced into firearms through him in terms of like actually having them and carrying them and, sh- and using them and he had such a respect for the guns that like he would go off on me if i you know did anything yeah. remotely weird with with the weapons and and it, and it kind of like checked me at, at a pretty young age to follow his lead. And so I, I always felt like through seeing what he, how he was that that it was possible to to teach kids at a young age a healthy respect for firearms and and you know what to do and not to do with them and what they're for and what they're not for. Again, maybe there's kids like we just said before that that are born with a different kind of right. Yeah. You know true. how it looks maybe he just happened to be yeah. good for that, but but yeah, um Definitely, that's been. I've been thinking about that a lot more in terms of like getting more stuff, and but you know, I worry about. I also think about okay, if I get more stuff, I need to add those layers of protection so that the kids aren't exposed. I don't know if you have you. I didn't watch the video, but I heard about a video of a of a young girl accidentally shooting. I don't know if
1: it's her brother. Oh man, did you hear about that? I mean, I've heard about. I don't know if this specific one. I've definitely heard about it. These type yeah, of things. I, I haven't
0: seen it. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it, but re- recently there's a video circulating. And this is what they are telling me. I didn't even want to see it. Nah, uh, yeah. it was it was that. a little girl that had she had like a like an Uzi or pack oh, 10 or something. Okay. And she and she put and the and the other little boy thought that it was, you know, a toy too. And they thought it was a toy and and she put it to his head and they all they were both playing and rah, and I don't, and mm. I even asked uh, the person, who told me, I was like, did the kid die? I mean, I would think obviously he might've, but, uh, they said they don't, they don't know, but, uh, that's
1: terrifying. It is man. Terrifying. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man.
0: And that's so. why I guess if you do have them in the home, I guess if you could teach your kids at a young age, you know what that is and, and how dangerous it is. Mm hmm. I guess there's that fear that you're going to teach them what it is and then they can, they want to seek it out and use it. I don't know. That's, that's a a thing to think about.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think it also just depends like just getting to know your kids mentality and right. Like, okay. Cause you know, you might have, so you've got two, one of them might be okay and, and have the appreciation and, and, you know, and understand the safety and everything. The other one, might not, you know what I mean? So it's like you really gotta
0: right, right.
1: dig in and figure out I guess what you know what they're capable of or where, like worry, head, where, where about, their head goes.
0: I worry about knives being easily accessible, like even the, the kitchen knives. I always tell my girl, like if they're close to the counter where they can just grab it, because I just feel like they might grab it and playing around and, and like like you know, yeah, go at each other because they do it with toys. Like, yeah, you know, they, they they always swing toys at each other. So what's them to stop, you know, grab whatever th- they don't even know what it is and just and then slice the other one. So,
1: yeah, we we introduced knives to him. Past couple of years so that he has a better understanding of how to use them just for like cooking. And but also like he, he was he my wife had signed him up for um, some like outdoor stuff as well, because you can. You know, there's all kinds of different environments around here so he could go right. up into some of the mountains and on the ocean and things like that and so she got him a uh a knife like,
0: like a hunting knife
1: yeah yeah like survival a survival knife yeah yep so that he could start learning how to use it and you know use it on wood and things like that so um he's been he's been pretty safe with it i mean it's a little nerve-wracking because it's like he's got a clasp it and then flip the blade up and stuff like that. So you' got a little worried with that, but, um, but I don't know, you know, these kids, these kids surprise me in terms of like the level of responsibility they actually have when you put them in, when you teach them and you and, right. you, and you put them in the mix with some of this stuff.
0: I mean, I'm sure you were exposed to a lot of young age, but I, it, it's, it, it's crazy to think about how I'm worried about a knife being around my kid but i i remember vi- vividly around 13 or 14 being exposed to a grenade a real <laughs> grenade
1: <laughs> so then, yeah i didn't see the grenade <laughs> i think i was on butterfly knives at that point
0: <laughs> no no, so. i had all that I, had, I mean i was the kid that had the 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 chinese stars yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, yep. the 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 rambo knives yeah and all that stuff but yeah there was some some dudes in the neighborhood that that's that a has, had it had it all. Let's just nice. say that. Okay. All and, right. And you know, I knew what it was because I was so into like military stuff and war. I was like, oh wow. And but imagine imagine a, like I can't I can't even fathom my kids. Like, please, no,
1: never. Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, Jesus.
0: I'm I'm here, don't I don't want a toothpick around them. Right. God forbid a grenade. <laughs> a grenade.
1: <laughs> uh, I think on that note, man, <laughs> I'm gonna have to <laughs> I have to call it and go pack. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. And we didn't even talk about the war in Ukraine. All right, brother. <laughs> All right. Take it easy, man. Have a good weekend. Keep the family safe. Yes, sir. See you you too, time.
1: man. Hope you're feeling better.
0: Thank you, man. All right. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child.
1: with